Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having a blessed day today. As always, I've gotten lots of emails from people that are very excited in the great state of Texas. Apparently now, Governor Abbott has decided to give some rights back to the peasants, and I mean that sarcastically. If anybody has seen now, Governor Abbott in Texas has now said that they are lift, he's lifting all of the restrictions on businesses, and they can actually go back to work, and he's lifting the mask mandate. And as I'm very happy for a lot of my friends and family that live in Texas that they now basically are starting to open back up, I kind of chuckled yesterday when I saw this, you know, almost in an irony sense, is that people are getting extremely excited because of the conditioning that we have been subjected to in the aspect of we're having the ability to go back to work and open up our businesses, and we're being given that permission from a governor in the state of Texas to do so. And I just kind of chuckled in irony about it is, yes, absolutely, this shouldn't even have gone on as long as it did, but I'm not a huge fan of Governor Abbott. One of the main reasons why he is doing this is because of Florida and DeSantis' uh, you know, precedent that it set, what, beginning of last summer when we opened back up 100% essentially. And so what he's seen is now is that these blue states that have still continue to mandate these restrictions have been an epic failure. And so now he's trying to cover his own butt and open up Texas in a, a partial attempt, I guess, to redeem himself. But always remember, guys, the conditioning that we have been exposed to for the last year, that you don't have the right to open up your business. The government can tell you you can't go to work. But, of course, Costco, Sam's, Walmart, Amazon, they're free to do business as always for as long as they see fit. But, again, whenever it occurs on this level, remember what they have done is taken away, given back, taken away, given back. Little by little by little, they erode our rights. So I'm excited to see Texas open back up. But I'm also want to remind everybody what has occurred over the last year and don't fall into the trap of a, I guess you could say, a false sense of excitement in the aspect of the government giving you your rights back because, you know, they're kind of in a good mood right now. It's ironic as well, though, that so many people have been, I guess you could say, fallen prey to this delusional psychosis that I talked about last week, and I was talking to Lana this morning, and one of her real good friends, their married couple that live in Texas, the husband is pretty awake. You know, I've talked to him numerous times, talked to him numerous times, and he's very awake, and his wife, though, is absolutely a moron. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. She basically talked to Lana yesterday and said she is so mad that Governor Abbott is opening up the state and he's basically lifting the mask mandate, that they're going to have all these cases now, and she is terrified of catching COVID, even though she has already gotten it before and recovered from it. She is still terrified she's going to get it again, and she cannot wait to get her injection. And this couple's 
they're they're having a difficult time together because of such a um, disconnect with each other's beliefs now, and they're starting to see that. But this is what's happening. So many people have now fallen prey to they love their captor, the Stockholm Syndrome. They love having everything restricted. They love having the mask mandate. A lot of individuals as well, and this, you're going to see this very, very directly. You're going to see a lot of, so to speak, Karens and females that have enjoyed this level of control and dominance over the last year and this virtue signaling of wearing a mask, they are not going to know what to do now when people are not wearing masks. I've already discussed that in detail. And so you're going to see even more issues. And I told Dad yesterday, I said, the thing about it is that DeSantis needs to do this in Florida as well. The mask mandate lifting is only partially effective because you still have private businesses that can come in and say, listen, we're a private company. We're still going to mandate masks in our facility. And there's not much you can do as a governor to say, no, you can't mandate masks in your private business. There's not much. But what you can do is you could very well make a statewide mandate that no business can refuse you service for a medical condition or a medical exemption due to not wearing a mask. And what that would do is that would give the power to the people to come in and say, hey, listen, I have a medical exemption. I'm not going to wear a mask. And if the business continues to press you about it and says, no, you can't wear a mask. You have to wear a mask. You can't do business in here. Then what you do is you basically record the situation. You record the business. You record everything about it, and then you file a complaint with the state. And at that point, it would be the state's responsibility to go in and say, hey, listen, you guys are denying them service due to a medical exemption. So that's the next step that we need to start pushing for in Florida and in Texas because lifting the mask mandate from the governor really doesn't do a whole lot. I just want to kind of bring that out because I, I kind of thought there was some irony in that yesterday when I saw this in Texas. But again, at least they're making progress, but also, too, don't forget what they have done to you for the last year. What do you think, Dad? Well, Austin, you're absolutely right. The only thing that you know we can do is get some type of medical exemption. Now, I'm going to tell everybody listening to me right now, it's really important. If you have a legitimate chiropractor, osteopathic physician, medical doctor who understands you know, CO2-induced metabolic acidosis, or alkalosis, and they understand what happens when you wear a mask and how you massively increase the risks of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, that means every single one of you listening has a medical excuse not to wear a mask. I'm just being blunt. I can't be any more direct than that. Now you say, well, I don't want to do that. I think I just wait to wear my mask. Well, you wear your mask then. I don't care. But the rest of us who don't want to get cancer or heart disease or anything else, you know, we basically don't want to wear a mask, you know, period, ever. Now, if we're sick, we need to stay home. I've said that. Austin's heard, Austin's heard me say that a thousand times. I'll go to church. This is a year or two years ago, and we'll be in a big church. And it's everybody coughing and hacking and acting like they're coughing up a lung. I can't tell you the hundreds of times over the last 40 years that I have gotten up in a church and moved to another seat because I've got somebody sitting behind me coughing up a lung. I mean, so sick they can barely stand, barely walk, can't talk, can't sing. Like they're wheezing behind me. I'm about to, they're about to bring out an oxygen tent, bring an oxygen bottle in with them. <laughs> You're behind you. And you go, my God, they're dying of something. I'm moving. I don't want whatever they've got. They go to church like that. Now, you guys are laughing, but you know it's true. Don't go to church like that. 
I've been telling everybody that for 40 years. It's not healthy. And don't be exposing everybody else to whatever you've got that's causing you to act like you're dying behind them. Don't go to church. But the reality is, you know, if you are healthy, you don't need to wear a mask and you don't need to avoid church or you don't need to avoid crowds. If you've got a sore throat, you need, number one, be on a stragglers. That's really important. And number two, increase your vitamin C and zinc. But don't go out in public because you're probably in a contagious phase. Just don't go out. And so it's just kind of common sense as far as these infectious diseases. But telling people that they have to wear a mask. And also this morning, I've got a friend of mine, and I prayed for her. She and I went to college together, and, and basically she's being forced to wear a mask to be able to associate with her grandchildren. And I, I was talking to your mom this morning, and I, I prayed for my friend, and I said I prayed that they get enough understanding of what's going on that they stop doing that because this person that i know has had a lot of health problems including pneumonia all kinds of issues and you don't need to be you know restricting your you know your oxygen flow like that but it's so frustrating to me to see people who they know that they're supposed to they know what the truth is but for whatever reason maybe their husband wants them to wear a mask or their wife wants them to wear a mask or their employer is requiring a mask or whatever that they comply. And again, I'm going to say this. If you're working in a business, wear a shield if your office requires that you do that. They're like $2 a piece. Get a shield. Wear the shield. It's not a mask. It doesn't do anything besides make you look compliant. And what it allows you to do is not suffer from all types of horrible diseases from the inhaling of carbon dioxide. It's crazy. By the way, Governor DeSantis has also vowed that Florida's businesses and schools will stay open in the state of the state address. By the way, Biden has not done a state of the union address. I guess they can't prop him up enough with enough drugs to get him, you know, mentally acute enough to read a teleprompter for an hour. So we'll see what happens with that clown. But DeSantis has pledged during his Tuesday state of the state address that the businesses and schools will remain open in the sunshine state, continues to combat the spread of the coronavirus. Now, the one thing that I really don't understand that I know why he's doing it, it has to be because of the, <laughs> the, the the coronavirus, you know, vaccine being pushed and pushed and pushed. And he wants to go ahead and run for president. I got that. But here's a medical shocker. Scientists at the Sloan Kettering discover that the mRNA vaccine for the coronavirus inactivates tumor suppressing proteins, meaning that it promotes cancer. Yeah. Did you just hear what I said? It means that it promotes cancer. And so now we're finding out that this is promoting cancer in people that are basically getting the vaccine. In addition to that, it's promoting cancer by wearing the masks. And what's going to happen is we're going to have a massive increase in respiratory diseases, and they're not going to report them properly. They won't make the news. They won't make the news because they don't want you to know what's happening and why these people are dying from this. Oh, by the way, we've also had three dozen cases now of spontaneous abortion from the vaccine, which causes placental detachment. You know, for, for those of you who don't really don't understand what happens when a baby gets, you know, when a woman gets fertilized with the egg and she basically gets pregnant, the baby basically is attached to a, inside of a, you know, a sac, which is attached to a placenta, which is attached to the side of the uterus, which feeds the baby. It's very important to understand that mechanism. And when this vaccine causes that placental detachment, the baby dies because it can't get fed. It basically either starves to death or suffocates. So here's the problem. We're having dozens of cases now of spontaneous miscarriages and stillbirths occurring, occurring, occurring after the COVID vaccine. 
But, you know, do you think this is going to make the mainstream news? No, it's not. They don't care. People don't. The people that are pushing these vaccines, these guys are eugenicists. They want to reduce the population of the planet. And this is what they're doing. And they know in advance. In fact, the former head of Pfizer, the I think was the president of Pfizer, retired or whatever he was. He came out and warned pregnant women not to use it because of placental detachment. And we 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 reported that story, which very few people did, you know, months and months ago. Another story. This, this is interesting. Uh you know, Alex Jones has multiple times said that he's a, you know, a strong Zionist, a big supporter of Israel. And he said, I, I believe it's three Jewish wives now, but you don't have to quote me on that, but I believe so. But he says, I wish I'd never met Donald Trump. A new release video of him basically has been released. And uh, I think it was like done in secret. And now it's hit the media and you got to be careful. And let me just give you some news here real quick. I'll, I learned this a long, long time ago when you are on a camera. And you're like in a news studio or they're taping you and they turn the cameras on. The cameras are rolling. Now, you're not on the air yet, but every single thing you say is being recorded. I mean, if you're if you walk out of the studio to go use the bathroom, they will hear you using the toilet. They will hear you flushing the toilet. They will hear everything and it will be on tape. By the way, the reason I know this, been there, done that. All right. So. When you're doing a tape or an audio or whatever you're doing, you got to be careful because if you say something on tape that's really, really bad or on video, it may come back to bite you. And here's what he said. I wish I never met Donald Trump. Alex Jones, who also says he's a Christian, Alex Jones says he's so effing sick of the former president in leaked video from 2019, two years before he paid for the pro-Trump rally that preceded the Capitol riot. The video shows Jones. This made, by the way, this is made it up. This is on Daily Mail. It's got the video and everything. The video shows Jones ranting that he wishes he had never met the ex-president Roger Stone, Trump's aide, who was convicted of lying to Congress. I'm so sick of effing Donald Trump, man. God, I'm effing sick of him. He says. Jones puts down puts his regrets down to the meetings between the time-space continuum reflections of bringing Donald Trump. John Trump into awesome. Well, I don't even know what that means. The footage leaked to the Southern Poverty Law Center was an outtake. There you go. told you of a video interview Jones paid to do in January 2019 to use his promotional material. The far, far right radio host has been one of Trump's most vocal supporters. He's under investigation by federal authorities over his part in the Capitol riot. Jones pushed the false claims the election was stolen to the listeners. He said he paid half a million dollars towards stop the steel rally moments before well wait a minute so we've got a mess here uh, alex jones is uh at this point <laughs> I, I don't know how he can i, I could be really careful what i'm saying here normally i wouldn't even report on this but because i made daily mail i wanted to bring it up but there's some weird stuff going on with alex jones let me just leave it at that and you know i've been very vocal with you guys about how i feel about donald trump I've been on the air about it repeatedly, but I don't go pay for a rally for Donald Trump up in D.C. I don't do that. I already told you I thought he was the accidental president. I already told you I don't like him, and I don't like Biden, and I don't like Hillary, and I don't like Obama, and I don't like George W. Don't like any of them. Didn't like the Clinton. I didn't like H. I liked Ronald Reagan. I liked Kennedy. That's it. All right? All the rest of them. And I like Gerald Ford. And here's why I like Gerald Ford so much. Back when he was a congressman, he pushed really hard with the congressional hearings for full Roswell disclosure. Oh, yeah. And he pushed for it again when he was president, as did Jimmy Carter, right? 
guys need to understand what's going on. And uh, there's a you, know, you look at there's a there's a show video on on Netflix if you guys have Netflix it's called Hangar One I get Netflix Netflix for free I would never pay for it but it's called Hangar One and it goes into all of the stuff that we talk about about basically flying discs and UFOs and all the stuff that's going on with the secret space program so you guys need to watch that when you get a chance but back to the thing with here with with Alex Jones I wish I never met Donald. Trump, Alex Jones, who claims to be Christian, says he's so effing sick of the former president. Uh, okay. You know, it's so funny. A long time ago, I had somebody contact me, and they were a longtime uh, purchaser of supplements at Health Masters, and I really appreciated that. And they were upset that Austin and I had gone off the path, so to speak, of talking only about health and that we had ventured into the political realm and other things that were going on, including vaccinations. And that they wanted us to go back to doing nothing but just talking about heart disease every day or diabetes every day or, you know, ADD every day. And, and I said to the person, I said, look, here's the deal. I can't, you know, maintain a show and maintain, maintain continuity of the show and only talk about health items. I've got to go out broader because I've got to make it more interesting to people who want to hear the news every day from a non-biased source. And I said, if you want to go back to just somebody who wants to, and he goes, well, then he goes, then he said, then he said, well, you, all you do is talk about Jesus all the time. And I said, well, yeah, it's true. I'm going to do that too. And so if you don't like it, why don't you go to some of these other videos where everybody's cussing all the time, saying the F word all the time, using God's name in vain all the time, you know, smoking cigars all the time, and staying drunk all the time on the air. Why don't you listen to those people? Because this is not that show. This is not that show. I will call his name Jesus because he is the Lamb of God and he is the Prince of Peace. And I'm not going to be involved with all of that stuff. I'm simply not going to do it. So, guys, think through who you're listening to. Really, really, really important. And think if what they're saying is consistent in the message. Also, one other thing I found out this morning, Marcus Lamb, Christian evangelist, basically owns Daystar TV, uh, the ministry is worth billions, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, billions of dollars. He took a PPP loan uh, last year when they gave it out for millions of dollars, and he's worth billions of dollars through his ministry and went out and bought another jet. Just thought I'd mention that. Was, he's under tremendous scrutiny right now, and he's being hammered too, lest you think I don't try to call everybody out who does stupid stuff like that, including these big ministers. And again, the reason I'm bringing him up, is because it's made national news. Now, I will give him credit. He's paid back the PPP loan with interest. My question is this. Why did he bother to take out a PPP loan? And let me warn you guys still about this. When you take out that PPP loan, you give them the right to come back into your company and do a forensic audit, which means it could cost you tens of thousands of dollars in CPA fees and legal fees and attorney fees just to try to make sure they don't seize your company or start seizing assets because you took out a PPP loan according to them and you didn't do it properly. We didn't do that at Health Masters. I had no interest in a PPP loan. I don't, I don't want to be involved with anybody in my books in doing forensic audits. So be very careful if you're still thinking about doing a PPP loan if they come out with more money for that program because, guys, that can be a snake that can come back and bite you. And I mean, and when down here in Florida, when a snake bites you, you know, we've got these big snakes down here, these big old water moccasins that are around 18 inches in die, you know, circumference. These big old things that are three and four and five feet long. One of those things bites you, you'll know you've been bit. And some of these things that you get involved with as far as letting people into your books and letting people into your business and all this other kind of stuff, it come back to bite you pretty hard. So be careful with that. Also, what do you think? What's your next story, bud? 
Uh, you nailed it on the head. I mean, there's no question about it. You pretty much have to understand in now the day and age, if you do significant business with a bank and start taking out huge loans and leverage businesses, you're pretty much dancing with the devil. I'm just going to be flat out with you on that. The banks are notorious, and they have been known for this repeatedly for the last century, to do predatory lending, to try to take advantage of certain businesses so they can come back in and repossess or buy that company out of bankruptcy after they basically ruin it. We talked about that in detail with what happened with Steak and Shake a week and a half ago, where there was actually a bank that came in and tried to buy up their debt, drive the price to the ground, forced them into bankruptcy so they could come in and do a hostile takeover of Steak and Shake. And Steak and Shake somehow came up with over $100 million in cash to repay their current loan to get these guys off their back. And now apparently I think they're suing them for basically like un- unfair, unjust business practices as far as what this bank did. Now, that's just one singular incident. It is all across the board on a regular basis. So dad's absolutely right. I have warned everybody about this. These PPP loans, if you absolutely have to get something like that last year and you need it to basically stay afloat because the government has become so invasive in your life, you do so with diligence and make sure you understand what you're getting involved in. But I knew a lot of people that pretty much just started applying for this stuff. Just to get it. Oh, I can get like a $10,000 grant. I can get this and I can get that. And I'm, I'm going to get this loan here and I, I don't have to pay it back or it's only going to be a couple percent interest. And I said, Dude, be, be cautious of that, bud. I said, be very cautious when you start getting involved with these banks. I said, this is not designed to help the economy. Remember that. If they wanted to help the economy, you know what they would have done? Open up the country and let everybody work. If they were concerned about the health of the nation, they would have gone on national television and talked about the vitamin C treatments that so many doctors did. They would have talked about the necessary precautions that need to be taken with maintaining elevated and healthy levels of vitamin D that numerous doctors have talked about to the point that if you have low vitamin D levels, you have a 54% higher chance of contracting COVID. They didn't want to talk about any of that. They didn't even talk about or even want to release the hydroxychloroquine combined with the zinc and and medical drug. They can't talk about that. You remember the frontline doctors that went online, talked about hydroxychloroquine in detail combined with zinc, talked about how effective all these different protocols were. They were completely and totally drugged through the mud. Their names, everything they have done was pretty much compromised for their entire medical career because of them coming out and standing up for that. So once you believe that the government is here to protect you and they're concerned about your health and they're really concerned about making sure you get a loan so you can keep your business going, you have fallen prey to the most basic lie we have ever seen in this century, and that was covid has to be stopped by shutting down your business, by preventing you from making money, and by stopping people from congregating. You now have Dr. Zeke Emanuel, who basically is a member of the Biden Transition COVID-19 Advisory Board, and he has now come out yesterday, and he said, we should not ease up. We should not allow indoor dining or big groups or get rid of mass mandates. We have an average of 2,000 deaths a day, and we cannot allow this to happen. Well, heaven forbid people actually make their own decisions. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's okay for you to go buy 
an entire carton of cigarettes, it's okay for you to go buy a handle of Jack Daniels. That's that's fine. Don't worry about that. Those are all essential items. But whoa, whoa, whoa. You talk about going to a restaurant and eating food? No, 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 no. The, the peasants can't be allowed to go out to eat dinner. Understand what they're doing to everybody and realize the entire thing has been one giant psyop. And this is why, again, like I said at the beginning of the show, yes, I'm excited Texas is back open, but don't fall prey to the psyop that they just ran on everybody and making you excited and relieved that they have now given you permission to go open your business again. Remember, Governor Abbott was the same governor that did not bail the one girl out of jail after she was arrested for opening up her hair salon. Remember that? He was the one that kind of stepped, stepped to the side and said, oh, yeah, well, we'll just see what happens here. So always remember that with him. Also, to another news, this is interesting, change of subject here. Uh, scientists have now created the world's first living self-healing robot using stem cells from frogs. This just gets weird. You guys are going to find this intriguing. Named Xenobots after the African clawed frog from which they take their stem cells, they are small enough to travel inside human bodies. They can also walk, swim, and survive for weeks without food and work together in groups. They are what is deemed by the University of Vermont as an entirely new life form. The stem cells basically are cells that have the ability to develop into different cell types. The researchers scraped living stem cells from frog embryos and left them to incubate. They then took the cells out, cut and reshaped them into specific body forms designed by a supercomputer, forms that were never seen in nature. The cells then began to work on the skin, and the cells bonded to form structure while pulsing heart Muscle cells allowed the robot to move on its own. Xenobots even have self-healing capabilities. When the scientist sliced into one robot, it actually healed by itself and kept moving. Now, the University of Vermont has now said this is neither a traditional robot nor a known species of animal. It is a new class of artifact, a living, programmable organism. Now, I'm not really sure why in the world the University of Vermont wanted to make something like this. I mean, I do find the research interesting, I'm not going to lie, but I also find it almost troubling on how far they're continuing to take this entire bringing in the machine, almost the Borg mind, and trying to bring it into living cells. Because this, this is not new as far as this concept of what they've been trying to do. This has been going on for decades. And this brings me back to what Elon Musk and numerous other people have been discussing as far as the connection with the computer, the supercomputer, and your brain. Remember about a year and a half, two years ago, I discussed 6G. 6G was not even spoken of. 5G was just starting to roll out. And, of course, we saw when COVID allegedly hit the United States, we saw 5G towers go up with an unprecedented speed, the likes we have never seen before. I witnessed it myself. I had dozens of emails from people all over the country. During the lockdown, during the time frame where everybody was supposed to stay home, allegedly, and stop the spread because COVID was out and about, couldn't go outside. Couldn't do anything. Couldn't run your business. However, if you guys know, Health Masters never shut down one time. We made sure we took all precautions and made sure we did not shut down our company. But numerous electrical grids, numerous telecom companies were out 
in huge factions putting up 5G towers all over the country. And I found that very interesting. I just found it perplexing, so to speak, because at the same time, nobody's supposed to be operating. Nobody's supposed to be driving around. The roads were literally empty. Me and dad were joking about that the other day. I said, that's the only thing that I did like about COVID last year was the traffic in Florida stopped. But at that time, hey, it's no big deal. There's nobody on the road. Let's throw up 5G towers. Just found it interesting timing. But what they talked about, and back to my previous statement, the 6G, the 5G was just a lily pad stepping basis that's unbelievably toxic and harmful to the human body that is designed to function into 6G. 6G will run off the 5G, uh, basically, infrastructure. 6G is getting ready to bring up a Internet of Things where all these electrical cars, that you know, General Motors, Tesla, all these companies that are promoting now saying, oh, we're going to go green. You know, GM came out now like a bunch of bumbling idiots said, hey, we're going we're gonna to be completely green by 2035 now. We're not going to have any combustible engines. Everything's going to be electric, including the Corvette. That was not good for sales, by the way. But what they're doing now is they're bringing out this system so they can tie everybody into it. And they even said in this article from 6G that they want to allow you to project your phone into your vision via basically a brain chip. So you can actually look at your phone, talk on your phone, scroll through your phone, search the internet on your phone, and never actually have to have your phone. It's going to be projected right into your brain. This is where they're taking it. This is why they're bringing up these weird life forms from the University of Vermont. This is why they pushed 5G so hard. It's all bringing in the grid system that they want to bring in with transhumanism. So understand what they're doing, the reason why these researchers are doing this, and what's starting to occur. And this is why I've been so anti-5G for so many years. And now, of course, we're seeing it pop up all over the country. And, you know, it's interesting. Nobody got the vote on that, right? I don't – actually, quite the opposite. The FCC came in, and a unanimous, a unanimous vote completely and totally did not ask – the people, the country at all, said it does not matter. No state, city, or local municipality can block 5G systems from coming in because it is basically essential infrastructure. Think about that for a second. Why were they so bent on bringing 5G? Because I'm telling you, Internet hadn't sped up. They even said that 5G wasn't going to do anything. Yahoo Mail leaked it two, three years ago. They said 5G is not really going to do any significant increase in your Internet speed. It's going to take years before you even see an increase in your Internet with 5G. Well, that was the whole gig. They knew what they were doing. They lied to everybody again. So understand what's happening right now and continue to get the truth out there the best you can. What do you think, Deb? Well, I wasn't going to do that, but I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it anyhow. I wasn't planning on doing this on today's show. But since we're talking about transhumanism, we've got to talk about what they're doing with this new species they developed. Uh, this is off-world technology. Now some of you are going, oh, here he goes again. Well, yeah, I'm going to go again right now. This is off-world technology. This is stuff that we've been taught through the Roswell connection. That's about the easiest way I can put, to, put it to. This is the ancient technology of the ancient fallen angels and the ones who came down here and bred with human beings and formed Nephilim. This is back, and it's back with a vengeance. It's back with RNA vaccines. It's back with all of this stuff. 
Now, let me give you a couple of articles you can look up. These are research topics, including on Morgellons, which is basically three species product that they've manufactured. Large area self-assembled plasmodic photonic crystals, Nano Letters 2013, look it up. Artificial Lighting Harvest Journal of the American Chemical Society 2013, look it up. Self-assembly electroluminescent double helical metal polymer journal of ACS 2012, look it up. Incorporation of nanoparticles into polymerosomes, ACS nanoparticles 2012, and photonic crystal fibers, G. Williams 2013. Now, what we have to realize is it's all being tied together, like Austin just said, into developing transhumanism. They're trying to turn us into bio-robots. That's what they're trying to do. When you see the movie, The Matrix, and the, the Terminator movies, and all these bio-robots that are running around, that's what they're doing. And let me tell you this, guys. Once you allow an artificial intelligence to take control, it creates a closed loop, and it takes over everything, and it begins to rule. This is transhumanism. And then at that point, we're basically lost. The human beings are lost. We all have turned into machines and the bio-robots. We have devolved from what God made us. This is extreme genetic engineering. In engineering. Okay, we have to understand, scientists are now able to design and print human RNA and DNA. We see that with the COVID shot. I haven't really gone here with the COVID shot, but we're going to do that. A lot of this RNA has been sprayed on us via geoengineering. This has been going on for a long, long time. Remember, this is not DNA. It does not continually genetically to the next generation, but it changes you as an individual. It's what it does, the same thing as a COVID shot. You know, and what it does, it basically chemically aligns you to specific frequencies and for you to basically be used and controlled. It's really, it's, it's unbelievable what it can also do. It can, uh, they did a test of this technology in the Iraq war with the transmitter weapons they had. They could affect the RNA. It was triggered to create sensations of burning agents in the body. That's how they tested it with these giant machines that they put these microwave energy fields out to the people who were, who were the troops, and they were basically surrendering to drones. It would make – it also could be used psychotronically. It made these Iraqi troops so depressed, they were suicidally depressed, and they gave up. They came running out to an unarmed drone and put their hands up because they wanted to commit suicide, and they were unbelievably sick. This is the technology that we have now. The United States spent $10 billion in six months optimizing this and optimizing what's called cluster topology, the way these things are arranged in the Iraqi war to basically beta test what they were doing. Okay, This is where we are. Now, this could have been done to invest in artificial intelligence into the humans and using the RNA that has already, already been incorporated into their cells through chemtrails and now through these injections with the COVID vaccines, which could probably, if they wanted to, turn you into a bio-robot. The RNA cluster carries artificial intelligence, period. The RNA cluster basically is in the air from smart dust. It gets into your cells. It basically puts this artificial intelligence into you. It's inserted into your DNA. And now apparently that wasn't efficient enough, and they're having to use the COVID shot to do that. Always remember these guys are all working together. The CIA basically is satanically inspired. You know, it's awful. The Tavistock Institute of Human Relations started in 1946. The CIA Office of Naval Intelligence. You have the Black Magic Institutions of Silicon Valley, Singularity University, Google, all on the same road, NASA headquarters, all on the same roads. All of these people use all of this information together to try to control the humans.
The NSA knows the CIA is black magic. They understand that. And they're doing everything they can right now to turn us into bio-robots to basically control us when they put a specific frequency into us to allow us to become emotionally sick, happy, controlled, triggered, all of it. They've had this technology since the 50s, and we have to understand what it's all about. That's why I will not take an RNA vaccine. Let me put it to you this way. I will not take any vaccines. You know why I won't take any vaccines, period? Because I don't know what's in them. There you go. That's that's about as simple as I can say. I remember the movie Josie Wales with Clint Eastwood. Great movie. Great movie. He was sitting there and he was there was a guy who was selling like medicine. He was like a salesman, traveling sales guy selling medicine, saying it would work on anything, cure anything, do anything else. And so he, an Indian walks up to him and he goes, oh, you need to buy this. You know, it's got alcohol in it. You'll love this. Drink this. You'll feel better. Blah, blah, blah. And the guy goes, well, what's in it? And he goes, Oh, I don't really know. I'm just a sales guy. And the Indian goes, well, then you don't know what's in it. You drink it. I don't want it. Think about that. Why would you let them inject anything into you with everything that's going on right now? I mean, we're in a world right now where everything is turned upside down because that's the way they want it to turn upside down. They have done everything they can to subdue and not let us know what's going on with what happened at Roswell. And you say, why are you talking about that now? Well, maybe because I've been watching Hangar 1. I don't know. I'm done with that series now. But I knew about all of the stuff that I've known about. I've done entire shows on it. But we've got to understand that this is basically something that was disclosed to us in Genesis chapter 6. And we need to understand that. When they spray you or they inject you with piezoelectric crystals, these are basically able to be controlled via microwave energy. They can shift your frequency by up-converting microwave light to biodigestible light. It sends light into the DNA and it's reading out the information of the DNA. And this can be processed by a Morgellons antenna, which they've already sprayed on. So many people have Morgellons. And basically it can be processed by the intelligence community to read our state of mind and our DNA. They are linking us to a quantum D-wave computer. Now, many of you who have just started listening to me for the very first time, you're thinking, what in the world is going on? With this show, guys, this is the kind of stuff that nobody else talks about. We are in a situation right now where they are trying to do complete and complete and total control over us because these entities want to eat the bio photons and the biodigestible light that we produce when we're in a specific state of anger or of malaise or we're depressed or we're wanting to be suicidally depressed. That's why the Bible thinks says think on the good things. Not on these negative things, because these entities want to control you. I talked about this in depth yesterday, and we go into detail with these entities. Again, back in Genesis chapter 6, we already had disclosure that these things are real, and they've been around for a long, long, long time. God warned us about it. In fact, that's why he sent Jesus, to deliver us from the evil one. It says that in the Lord's Prayer, and Lucifer is the evil one. He comes to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. They're all mad at God because God built the planet and made us in his image. And they've been this this giant war. The Bible says that, an interdimensional war, a war that we can't see in the unseen dimensions, unseen realms. It says that in the Bible. This is what we're in right now. And for Christian pastors not to talk about this from the pulpit is, to me, negligent. They need to discuss Genesis chapter 6 and what's going on. And what these clowns are trying to do. They want to take us back to Genesis chapter 6. That's what Jesus said. As it was in the days of Noah, which was Genesis chapter 6, so shall it be upon the return of the Son of Man, speaking himself, 
prophesied from the prophet Daniel, the son of man, also talked about in the book of Enoch, back to Genesis chapter 6, what it says, when every thought of every man was evil all the time. They had to create the same energy field around the planet that they're doing right now to create that state of mind, and they're doing it again. That's one of the reasons the masks are out there. Also talked about his friends, who basically their marriage is on the rocks now. They're probably fighting all the time about the masks. Now the governor says, oh, by the way, we're lifting all mask mandates. So people are going insane. Marriages are going to crumble. I'm telling you guys what's happening right now. They're creating conflict, 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 conflict. They're doing everything they can with racial relations to destroy racial relations. They're doing everything they can with family relations and human relations and church relationships and everything to destroy everything that the Christian community has done for the past 2,000 years. Remember, this mess happened once before. God cleaned it up by flooding the planet. And it's taken them this long now to get the technology back on the ground and in the air and in satellites to bring it back to us again, to do this to us again. God saw the timeline with Jesus. He's on the present. He inserted Christ into the timeline. So he'd be sent as our savior to save us from the evil one, save us from this mess that's going on right now. So I know I got a little preachy today, but guys, I want you to know that. That's why we've got to call his name Jesus. And I do every show because he's the lamb of God. He's the prince of peace. He is the counselor. He's the great shepherd. He is our savior to save us from the evil one. That's why God sent him. Also, what do you think of what's your next story? That's absolutely right. And, I mean, you can go back and look all the way. We talked about Genesis chapter 6 all the time and what happened with Noah and the flood. But always remember, the incident occurring in Genesis 19 was after the flood with Sodom and Gomorrah. And I've brought this up repeatedly because it's always been a a disturbing chapter to me. That entire story is very disturbing if you actually read it. Because, remember, this is post-flood. This is after God basically you know, flush the toilet on the earth, everybody except for Noah, because it had gotten so horrific. And then it goes into detail on Genesis 19 about before Lot had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, both young and old, surrounded his house and called to Lot, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out so we can basically have our way with them. That was after the flood. This is what they're trying to promote. You can read that again. Every man, both young and old, that's how polluted and perverted that city was back then. And that's why basically God Almighty, God Almighty dropped a you know <laughs> sulfur bomb on top of them. This is what happens, and this is exactly what they're trying to promote right now. This is what they're bringing in right now. This is why they're bringing in transgender gay ABC books to the preschoolers. This is why they're teaching six- and seven-year-olds about sexual engagements and transgender ideology. This is why they're coming in and having drag queen story hour. This is why they're promoting this filth. They want to pollute this generation to a point that there is no coming back for them that they are pretty much going to reach a level to where they don't know anything of right and wrong. They're so morally you know, defunct that there is no salvaging them, and that's exactly what they're promoting right now. And that's why I've told so many people, be very cautious of what your kids are being taught in the school system right now because I promise you it is not going to get any better. It's going to get much, much worse. I mean like I brought up yesterday – we have grown biological 
males competing in women's sports now. And it's supposed to be okay. That's that's the part that I think troubles me the most is that we're supposed to be okay with it. I mean, we're saying you can't have Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head anymore. You can't have Dr. Seuss books anymore. You can't do any of this stuff. You have to be inclusive, even though the inclusiveness that they're promoting is a full-blown removal of everything right. Doesn't anybody else find that even remotely disturbing, that this inclusive concept that they're trying to force upon the entire American culture gets rid of everything moral, of everything biblical, of everything ethical? I mean, that's the irony about this inclusive agenda is it's not inclusive at all. It's actually quite bigoted to everything positive. And so it's a point now. We've reached a point in this country, like Dad said with the pastors now. It's either time to stand your ground or shut up and go somewhere else. I'll be honest with you. If you cannot stand up for your rights, then you don't need to say anything anymore. And I know our listeners and our customers, they are behind me on that 100%. I get emails all day long about people having incidences and stuff that's occurring on a regular basis and people standing up for their rights and standing up for their freedom. But if we don't stand up now, dude, there's, what, I mean, where, where's it going to go from here? I mean, <laughs> it, it only gets worse. And for some reason, that concept has eluded so many people to the point, like I just said earlier, and Dad said, there's marriages, there's relationships, there's families. Now, people aren't even associating or talking with family members because one family member – says, you know what, I'm not going to wear a nasty, wet mask around all day and get bacterial pneumonia numerous times. I'm going to live free, and I'm going to breathe air. And the other side of the family has a conniption fit meltdown. I told you one of my good friends basically sells vehicles over in Bartow. He's been hospitalized twice with bacterial pneumonia last year because of the mask. Finally, he said, dude, I'm done. I'm completely done because I have a medical exemption now. I don't even act like I'm going to comply with anybody. It's just absolutely no. If they say you have to do this, I say no. If they insist, I no longer support them whatsoever. And that is something so important because this cancer, this cancel culture that's being promoted, it goes both ways. And I've said that repeatedly. If you don't agree with a company, if that company supports abortion and you're diametrically opposed to abortion, if that company is opposed to you being able to defend yourself with firearms, and you're a Second Amendment supporter, and the list goes down the line. Why in the world are you going to keep giving them money? That's why I refuse to support Disney. I refuse to go to Disney. I've told you, I've had so many incidences at Disney now. Last time I was there, I'm with my wife and two kids, and I basically get accosted by law enforcement and multiple law enforcement and sheriffs called on me because I'm carrying a firearm that nobody could see. But they pulled me up on facial recognition and profiled me. Is that a place you want to go spend your money? Is that a place you want to go hand them hundreds of dollars a day in food and balloons and tickets and all that stuff? And that wasn't even inside Disney. That was just in the uh, Disney Springs area. So, again, it's a point in time that we all have to take a stand and say, am I going to support this? Am I okay with what they're doing to me and what they're promoting? Is it something that I still want to keep giving my money to? And the resounding answer in most cases now from what we have seen is no. Everybody has to start standing up for your convictions and hold your ground on this because if we don't, it's only going to get worse, Dan. What do you think? You know, you said something a few weeks ago, and you, know, you were right. It's like if you're in a war and the Chinese invaded the United States and the Chinese are a thousand yards out, and you've got a 50 caliber Barrett or you've got a 50 caliber belt fed, 
and you're and you're basically you got a clear line of vision, a clear line of shot, and you're shooting these invaders from China or wherever they're coming from who are invading the United States, and they're a thousand yards away. Okay, that's 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 that. It's easy to do if they don't have a weapon that's capable of returning fire, all right? It really is. Now, you may not be able to get rid of all of them if they charge you with a 1,000 or 2,000-man army, but you're going to take out a bunch of them if you've got a belt fed. So here's the deal. You know, that was the mask a year ago when they started this mess on us, right? It was this best basically we had a belt fed 50, and they were a 1,000 yards away, and they were the Chinese invading the United States. And we had the opportunity, but nobody took a shot. Nobody took the shot except for a few of us. And we said, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to wear the mask. That's the metaphor. That was the easy time to do this in a time in a theater of war. We're not going to wear the mask. Or we can call in a napalm strike with the military and have them wiped out and have them wipe the whole line out like they did in Japan or not Japan and in, uh, in Vietnam. So we had the opportunity to really stand our ground as a nation and say, no, we won't be locked down. No, we won't be told we can't go to church. No, 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 no. Now they're injecting us with an RNA vaccine, okay, which can change our DNA, turn into biodegradable light, do all the stuff it can do to us, right, turn us into a biorobot, all of the above, increase our risks of cancer, all of this stuff, right? So now we're not shooting at 1,000 yards away anymore. It's like Austin said, now it's fixed to bayonets. Now we're in this trench. It would have been so easy as a nation to say no, no, and no. But we have the bumbling Fauci and the bumbling Trump and the bumbling people that are in power in Washington, D.C. They tell us all of these mixed messages all the time, which cause all of these problems trying to process the information, and the entire country is confused. Then we have the bumbling pastors in the pulpit that won't stand against this, the bumbling pastors who stopped having church, and, 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 and it goes. And so now we're fixing bayonets. <laughs> and now we're in the trench. Now we're the bayonet. And you better have yourself a good, you know, Glock 45 or a Kimber 45 or, or you know, a Smith & Wesson 45. You better have some serious ammo to stop the people in the trenches. And I'm talking metaphorically now. You've got to stand against this and go, no, you will not tell me what to do. I will not wear a mask. It happened to me this weekend. If you want to wear a mask, knock yourself out. Well, you can't get on the elevator with me without a mask. Watch me. You got to wait until I'm done with the elevator and comes back for you. No, watch me. Now we're to that point. Now we have marriages crumbling. Where are we going to draw the line in the sand, guys? When are the Christian pastors going to wake up and stop being the pansies in the pulpit and realize they've been had by the Schofield Bible? You know, we get all kinds of nice letters, and I had this one come in from Kenneth. Uh, last name is uh, Drexler. He's from uh, West Virginia, and he wrote, Dear Ted, please accept my modest donation to assist you in your efforts to spread the truth through your program. And then he asked me all I asked him that you pray for me, which I've already done. And so thank you, Kenneth. I appreciate that. And we've had so many more letters like this from people from all over the world saying, "Go!" they go, wow, 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 wow. Thank you for telling us the truth. Guys, you know, I don't want to cover some of the stuff I talk about. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to talk about Roswell. I don't mind talking about Genesis chapter 6. It gets too weird. But we got to talk about it now. We have no choice. God warned us that they already did it once. They're going to do it again. He already told us that. Jesus told us that. As it was in the days of Roswell. Here we go. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. And that, that's where we are again. 
And so we're back to this again with these inter, inter, interdimensional demons, this battle that's in the heavenlies that God warned us about, and we're having to deal with this stuff. And we're having to deal with Morgellons and self-assembling nanobots. And Morgellons, once it gets in you, they get hit it with blue light frequency, starts growing and turns you into something else. All of this crazy stuff that we're dealing with now, this off-world technology, that whatever these things are, they're experimenting on us with. I mean, it's insanity that our government has allowed this to happen, that Harry Truman allowed this to happen, that Eisenhower allowed this to happen. Kennedy tried to expose it. That's one of the reasons they killed him, by the way. Kennedy wanted full Roswell disclosure because he had seen what was going on with the CIA and the deep state and the cover-up of everything. Kennedy wanted full disclosure. One of the reasons they took him out. Executive Order 11110, he decided to start printing debt-free currency again. He wanted Roswell disclosure. He wanted to disband the CIA because he knew they were completely and totally out of control. And on and on, he wanted to stop the communism from coming in. Kennedy had an epiphany on that PT boat when it got blown up underneath him. He's on that, that atoll out there, and he basically rescued all of those men. John F. Kennedy basically had a born-again epiphany. Now, whether he's a hardcore Christian, I don't know. But I know one thing. That boy sure in the world went out and told the truth about what was going on, and they took his head off for it. That's the last president we had that has really told the truth about everything. But, guys, I love you. I do the best I can to pray for you. I prayed for you today. And I want to thank you for supporting the show. I want to thank you for getting your multiple vitamins. I want to thank you for getting your toothpaste and your deodorant from us. I want to thank you for thinking about us and the things that we carry at our website, you know, getting the – the things from us to help prevent, help promote the show and to keep us on the air. We've been on a tremendous censorship. And guys, thank you for sharing this information with your friends and telling other people to listen to it. Thank you for supporting us and thank you for praying for us. It's so important. I love you so much. Also, go ahead and finish it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. Also, to another news, this is interesting. Over in Israel now, if you guys have followed a lot of the stories we've talked about, Israel has become pretty much the highest populated area as far as it's been vaccinated. They've apparently now had 53% of their population vaccinated in Israel, and they're bragging about it. What nobody's bragging about as well, though, is that the experimental Pfizer injection that, again, was never FDA approved, it was given emergency authorization use, has also caused a huge uptick in adverse events, including at least so far, 28 deaths directly related to the shot. They have now reported just in January alone, they had right at 3,000 serious adverse events from this injection. But yet, nobody wants to talk about it. You also have now in Israel rolling out what they call the Freedom Bracelet. It's a tracking device that will serve as an alternative to two-week quarantine for anyone entering the country from abroad. So they're telling travelers, you choose between basically a military-enforced quarantine motel and an electronic bracelet. Those are your two choices when you come to the country. You stay in a hotel for two weeks by military guard, or you get to put a bracelet on, and we get to track you and monitor everywhere you go. Right, because it's a freedom bracelet, right, which means it's totally for freedom. It allows you to run around and be free. With a bracelet, like you're a convicted felon on parole, monitoring everywhere you go. Can't even make this stuff up, but yet so many people are actually supporting it. It's called Supercom. You guys can look it up. It's essentially a contractor that also works with making systems to monitor and track prisoners. So there you go. There you go. 
Now you see where the overall goal is and what the overall aspect of control is starting to come down to. And as Dad said, where do you draw the line on this? So thank you again, my friends, for the support. Healthmasters.com, if you need anything, be sure to give us a call or check out the website, healthmasters.com. The product of the week, which you guys know, you vote on, whatever you vote for, whatever wins, ends up winning is on going to be updated here in the next couple hours. I basically uh, I'll update. It's the magnesium and mallet acid. That'll be up discounted shortly. And also, too, be sure to check out the GHI Cleanse Chai on sale and also the viral protection kit on the website at healthmasters.com. Thank you again so much for the support. Thank you for getting the truth out there. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay safe. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.